Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Hello and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always, we're here together working hard to improve our financial IQ, our financial literacy. Uh, it's based off the principle or the fact that high school and college really do not teach you anything about building wealth. They teach you how to get a job and they do a good job of that. And um, But it is your responsibility to educate yourself financially and 70% of Americans never even read a nonfiction book after high school or college 70% which means they have no financial education and as a result 95% of Americans are failing to successfully retire by age 65 95% so it is important to educate yourself. I want to talk this first segment quickly about a question I get a lot. People say, I'm a real estate investor. I own REITs, R-E-I-T's, Real Estate Investment Trusts. Um, I hate to tell you this, but that is the worst possible way to get into real estate investing that there is. Um, this is another example of people's lack of low it's an example of a low financial IQ how many of you I want those of you who have REITs in your portfolio real estate investment trusts how many of you know what a flow investor is now I know I'm oversimplifying this but most of you don't even know what that is. But you went ahead and invested. You didn't do your research. You don't really understand REITs. But you heard from a friend of a friend that it was a good idea. A flow investor, it can be stated, is an investor that has to keep the money moving. They have a deadline to invest your money. So I want you to think deeply about this and why you would ever invest in somebody that had a deadline. I, it just boggles my mind. If they have a deadline, are they able to wait for the right deals? Are they able to negotiate over long periods of time to ensure that the deal is a good deal? The answer is no. They have a deadline. REITs take what they can get and they make their fees and you make three, four, five, six percent. They're getting rich off of those fees, just so you know. And you're making three, four, five, six percent. 
However, I love REITs. I would never invest in a REIT, but I love them. And here's why. One of our sponsors, the leader of the deal, came to Total Wealth Academy and he was buying three self-storage complexes, relatively large self-storage complexes, all at once. Well, the members of Total Wealth Academy pooled all their money and they came up with the down payment and they bought those three self-storage complexes. Six months later, he gets a phone call from a REIT. The REIT, because they're flow investors, didn't know what they were doing and paid him, I, and forgive me, I don't have the exact numbers, something like $2 million more than he had just paid for them six months later. Now, it took about three months to close. But if you'd have, had a, if you'd have been a member of Total Wealth Academy and had put hundred grand in that deal, from your IRA or 401k or cash or wherever. At the end of nine months, you would have received a check for $190,000. That's the equivalent of a 120% rate of return. Why? Because REITs don't know what they're doing. They're incompetent. Their properties are mismanaged, mispurchased, and they sell them wrong too. See why I love REITs? I love to sell to REITs because I know they're going to give me more than the property is worth. And you, the investor, get burned. They don't get burned. They make their fees. If you got money in a REIT, get it out and go buy a single family house and actually make a real rate of return on your money. I know you got to deal with tenants, toilets, taxes. Do something with your life. You know, this is a brutal point, but if you've got a job and that's your only source of income, you're not even trying. You're not even trying. You're just doing enough to get by, which is probably why you're living paycheck to paycheck. You're doing just enough to get by. Successful people have a second stream of income. They have a side hustle. Our students are using real estate to build that second stream of income. So, if you're going to thrive, you're going to need to hustle a little harder. If all you have is a job, you're not even playing the game. You're not trying. You're just doing enough to get by. 
you've got to build a second stream of income. I'll, I'll refer to Warren Buffett again. Warren Buffett stated and has said it over and over again, never rely on a sole source of income. He was referring to a job. Always invest to create a second. And then some of you say, well, I'm buying stocks and metals and crypto. That's not what he's talking about. Those things seldom, if ever, produce cash flow. What Warren Buffett was talking about was investing in income-producing assets like businesses and real estate that produce monthly or quarterly or annual cash flow. All right, we got to go to break. We'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. If you have money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and we're now going to talk about a thing called a 1031 exchange. Now, this is a phenomenal tool. Um, I'm going to simply explain, I'm going to do a simple example and then bring on a guest to explain it the correct way, uh, Luann Blau of ERG1031.com, erg 1031.com. But let's say that I go out and I buy, I form an LLC and I buy a $22 million property. And over five years, I raise it in value to $30 million and sell it and make a, let's, I think that'd be, a, did I say $22 million? Yeah, $30 million. So that'd be about an $8 million profit. Do I owe taxes on that $8 million? The answer is yes. Am I going to pay them? No. I'm going to take that $8 million and go buy a $23 million property, a bigger property, and I get to keep every dime of that $8 million working for me and my family. It's called a 1031 exchange. And again, if you want to follow along, Go to ERG1031.com, ERG, which is short for Exchange Resource Group, and of course 1031, ERG1031.com, and Luann, thank you so much for calling in. How are you today? I am good. I was going to try to sit outside before all this cold hits, but it's just too windy. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Yeah, it's really nice here in Houston. It's like, it's shocking to even think cold weather's going to come. It's so nice. I mean, I it must be 70 degrees. I think that's what we've got to in Dallas. Crazy. I, I know. We'll, we'll, t- we'll take it as long as we can get it. Yeah, the I, I still rely on this joke. If you don't like the weather in Texas, wait 10 minutes. Exactly. Exactly. But the uh, line... 
Lions are in the playoffs, so life is good. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Good to hear it. All right. Let's see. Your phone number is 972-863-1031, correct? Correct. Okay. And I gently correct you on your example if I could. Sure. Go ahead. Okay. So the $22 million property that you sold for $30 million, yes. when you go to meet your reinvestment goal to totally defer that amount of tax, you're actually going to have to buy property or properties worth $30 million minus seller paid closing costs. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's got to be $1 yeah. more than what you sold it for. Right. And Thank you. And you get to realtor fees and title fees and all that, so it's not going to be quite that much, but probably a little bit more than $23 million. Yes. <laughs> so let me rephrase it. If I buy it for $22 million, sell it for $30 million, I made $8 million profit. I can 1031 that $8 million into a $30 million and one, $30 million $1 deal. And, of or course, great. like you said, you could subtract the other things. But let's keep it simple. It okay. has to be more than the property you sold. It has to be a bigger, more expensive deal, correct? Correct. And it can be more than one property that adds up to that amount. Well, one of, the, one of the big questions I get is, what if I want to take $2 million of that and just 1031 $6 million? Can I do that? You can. You're going to pay tax on the $2 million. Yes. So, yes, you can absolutely. That's called a partial 1031 exchange. But we need to make sure that it makes sense with the way they do it. You know, with, before you would have paid tax on possibly $6 million. There's a little bit of a way to figure out cost basis in the property. Um, so do you want me to explain that real quick? Yeah, why don't you? So you take, to figure out your cost basis, you take the original purchase price, so the $22 million, you add to it any capital improvements that you've done, and then you subtract the total amount of depreciation that you've taken on it, which could be significant if you've held it for a while. And whatever that number is, is actually your cost basis. And when they look at determining your the amount of capital gains they have, they're going to look at your the difference between your cost basis and your sales price. Perfect. Now, so we've, con now we've confused 30, 40% of the listeners. You know, it's <laughs> but, but see, this is why I gave your phone number out. Anybody that gets confused by anything that we say, Luann is extremely patient. Um, she's helped a lot of people understand 1031, so she's used to it. Um, give her a call, 972-863-1031. 972-863-1031. What were you about to say, Luann? I said I think it took me five of the ten years I've done this job to figure out how to explain that. <laughs> so. Well, let, let's talk about passive investing a little bit. And okay. is there an easy way to explain tenants in common? Um, I don't equate tenants in common and passive in the same sentence, but I think so. So one of the rules, there's seven rules of exchange. We've already hit one of them with the reinvestment goal, but there's a rule with the exchange that whatever taxpayer ID 
is showing on title on the sale has to be the same taxpayer ID that's showing on title on the purchase. So when you have your syndicated deals, that is is a it's problem because the syndication has its own taxpayer ID. So that your whatever you're using to 1031 exchange is not going to show up. So tenant in common would be taking your $2 million under whatever taxpayer ID you sold it on and coming alongside a syndication or a larger group of investors so that your taxpayer ID shows on title, your entity or your name shows on title as purchasing an undivided percentage interest in the in the real estate as opposed if you're a passive you really are purchasing a share of the entity that owns the property that makes sense yeah so it's a different term the reason i asked it that way asked it that way is because i was told that the only way a passive investor can defer taxes is if they're tenants in common. So that's not technically a passive investor. It's not. Yeah. No, and, and, and if somebody was in a deal as a passive and the lead or whoever is in charge of it chose to let them deed out of the entity and back into their own taxpayer ID, then they could do a 1031 exchange that way. But I don't find that happening very much because of the way the syndications are structured, and it's it's a nightmare accounting-wise. Yeah. It sounds like a nightmare. And then you have to get into the debt replacement and all that, too. So we've had some people try to do it, but um, not real well. hasn't turned out real well. So the best way, and you've got a couple people that we've done deals with that are have got passive investors, but they structure it so that the exchanger can come alongside of, of the deal and purchase a percentage interest in it. And that's called tenants in common? Correct. Correct. Okay. All right. If you've got a question for Luann or myself, if you're sitting there with a group of single-family homes and you've owned them 10, 15 years, you've got a lot of equity sitting there, and you're worried about paying the capital gains on that, there are ways to avoid that and Lou Ann can help. Uh, give us a call right here on the radio show, 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Or if you can't get to a phone, email me the question and I'll ask Lou Ann. It's steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Now, one successful 1031 I did see was from single family to an apartment complex. And it's been years. But I want to say he had 32 homes. He mm-hmm. sold them as a portfolio. Mm-hmm. And then bought the apartment complex in his own name because his Social Security was the name. Right. But he later moved it into an LLC. Right, and that's fine. Okay. And there is a way to set up an LLC if a lender requires you to have an LLC when you're purchasing a multifamily. 
it's called a, a disregarded entity. So if you own those 32 homes in Steve Davis and you wanted to go buy the apartments and they said, nope, you're not going to get a loan without an LLC, if you set it up as a disregarded entity, single-member disregarded entity, then you still get the liability protection that that hopefully satisfied the lender, but it actually passes back through to your social security number, to your personal tax return. Wow, that's good it, news. No one had told me that before. Oh, well, I probably was in error than the last time we spoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's it, really powerful. Four words, single-member disregarded entity. We have people do it all the time. Um. Yeah, no, it is powerful. It's just a different way of structuring the LLC. And I don't understand, to be honest with you, the tax implications of a disregarded entity versus the other LLC, which, you know, files its own tax return and is is totally a separate entity. But got a lot of people doing it. Well, we've got CPAs up here that will help our members with that information. In I fact, love telling people to go talk what, to CPA. <laughs> what'd you say? I got you broke up on me. I said I love telling people to go talk to their CPA. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, because there are certain things you just don't want to answer. I can't. Yeah, we can't answer it. You got to talk to a professional. Okay, we got to go to break, Luann. We'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy Radio Show. Thanks for listening. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. On the line with me is Luann Blau of ERG1031.com. That's ERG1031.com, Exchange Resource Group. And she has helped literally hundreds of people um, do 1031 exchanges and deferring their taxes. And Luann, I want to talk now about this possibility Uh, I know it's rare, but it's actually possible to defer your taxes until after you're dead, and then your kids don't have to pay them. Right. So Uh, the stepped-up basis? Yes. Yeah. So that's true. Once um, you had 1031 exchange for several years and your portfolio grew and grew and grew and grew and then you died as we all will instead of your heirs having to pay tax on the original cost basis that had moved through until you died then if they sold the portfolio right then say it's let's go back to like 32 million then they would pay none of that tax because their new cost basis 
would be the value of the property on the day that she died. And they would only pay tax if they kept it in management and managed it and it grew from grew listen to me. Grew from thirty two million to forty million or you know, whatever. Then they would pay tax on that new amount but nothing that you would have paid would have to be paid. Yeah, the ten thirty one is just an incredible tool to one one. Nineteen twenty-one. I just posted this on my Facebook page. That it they put it in the code in nineteen twenty-one, and they originally started out as the sale and the buy happening on the same day. Wow! It wasn't nineteen eighty-four when they gave the forty-five days to identify and one hundred and eighty days to close. So I'm going to start telling people that when they gripe at me. <laughs> Yeah. Only having 45 days to identify. Wow. Yeah. It, I, I hear people complain about that, but I'm glad you told me the story about it used to be same day. That would have been difficult. It started with a bunch of ranchers around the campfire just swapping properties. And then it took, took, a, took a minute for the government to realize they needed to, to get themselves involved. Oh, but, yeah. 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 They're good at that. (laughs) Getting themselves involved. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. They've left it alone. I think there's too many people in Congress that have too much money tied up in real estate. Yeah, that was, I remember people were stressing that Biden was trying to get rid of the 1031. And I was like, that's, that's never going to happen. The, our congressmen and representatives all own massive amounts of real estate they're right. not gonna. They're not gonna let that happen, for sure. One one wouldn't think. Say that again. One, I said one wouldn't think that they would let that happen. Yeah. All right. If you've got a question for Luann or myself, please give us a call right now at two eight one five five eight five seven three eight two eight one five five eight K S E V or email me. It's steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Steve at totalwealthacademy.com. I'll get the question to her. And if you want to call her directly after the show, here's that number. 972-863-1031. And even if you say, well, I don't know if I could pull this off. Please talk to her before you sell any property. Thank you. That's what I was going to say. Please talk to me before you close. I had a call like that this morning. He called and he said, I sold my rental property in Capel, Texas on January 2nd. I have 30 days to set up my exchange, right? And I said, no, you can't. No, we have to, you cannot have control of the funds and do the Even for a minute. No, occasionally we've been able to reverse wire. Sometimes we'll get calls. Well, with the seven rules, 45 days, 180 day, the taxpayer ID, which we talked about, the reinvestment goal, you have to use an intermediary. Sometimes people will get to closing and they'll say, I want to do a 1031 exchange. 
title will say who's your intermediary, and they'll say what's an intermediary. So yeah. <laughs> we've gotten calls, and we've been able to, to get them done. And occasionally we've been able to reverse the wires, but there's a big risk in that. Yeah. Reach out to her before you sell any property, just in case you can pull off a 1031. Because yeah, the truth is you should be living off your cash flow, not off of the equity. And the capital gains tax in for Texas residents is 15 or 20%. Most of the people that I work with are at that 20%. Um, so 20% of the gain plus, 25% of the depreciation recapture. So the total amount of depreciation that's been taken over the years is all recaptured, and then the government also takes 25% of that. And people don't think about that a lot. That can be a big hit for somebody who's owned property for a long time. And, um, you know, I'm sitting here on your Facebook page. People are probably wondering why you said the lion's you want to tell them why you are happy the Lions are in the playoffs? Twist my arm behind my back. Okay, go ahead. My, <laughs> my youngest son's name is David Blau. I have three sons and five grandchildren, and he is in his fifth year in the NFL, and he is the this year he's the practice squad quarterback for the Lions. Wow. So we're all still bitter about what happened to Dallas a couple weeks ago, but... Um, yeah, the Lions are in the playoffs, and they play Matthew Stafford and the Rams this weekend, which will be interesting with Matthew Stafford having played quarterback in Detroit for so long. Yeah, that's yeah. Imp- yeah, that that's impressive. If you guys want to see some impressive Lions information, um, you can look up Lou Ann Blau, <laughs> B-L-O-U-G-H, on Facebook. Um, you've also got um, some mom thing. The mom thing. What with me? What, yeah, that? let me see what it said. When I looked what? you up, it said you had some mom blog. No, it's probably that's mom a blog. different Luann. Yeah, it's a different Luann. I, I don't do a mom blog. Okay. All right. No. Well, do me a favor. Tell me your favorite ten thirty one exchange story. Okay. We may have to go into reverse exchange. Do we have time to do that? I think so, yeah, because we got one more segment after this. I'll keep you on. Okay. So a reverse 1031 exchange is when you need to purchase a property before you're able to sell the properties that you want to use to fund it. So a normal straight 1031 exchange, there's a sale, and then there's the purchases. Well, occasionally it will happen with a reverse where you can't buy that property you want to buy, but we as the intermediary can set up an LLC in the state that you're wanting to buy. We would borrow the money from you or from you and a lender to actually take title to that property. You would be the guarantor of any loan. It would all be leased back into you. We are not involved in the day-to-day operations. We have no financial skin in the game. But we can use that entity to purchase that property for you, and that triggers 180 days to for you to get your property sold. And then you get your money back, the lender gets funded, title gets shifted back to you. 
So that kind of makes sense a little bit. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. It is. And they're a little bit more expensive, obviously. Um, But I think my favorite one was early on, we had a, a guy selling six properties, and he was going in with Tenant Commons with a partner to buy an apartment building in Louisiana. So when you sell multiple properties, the timing of the 180 days to get it all closed starts on the sale of the first. Well, we got four of them sold. 180 days was coming up. He couldn't get the other two sold. There were problems. So we ended up doing a reverse 1031 exchange just with those two properties. So portion of it he bought with the sale, the money we had in exchange for the sale of the four. The rest, we set up an entity, purchased his share in the other two, and then that triggered him time to get those to get those other two sold, and it worked. Wow, that is incredible! Isn't that fun? And we yeah. even just pulled off a reverse exchange last month for the first time ever with a Fannie Mae Freddie Mac lender, which I never dreamed we could do. But They're problematic when it comes to ten thirty ones. They're with regulations just on yeah. the reverse not regular no, I got regular. You. no we just give them what they need but with reverses yeah there's a lot of regulations they can't they can't unless they're willing to think out the box and we had a really good broker and he helped them do that excellent all right well i think that's good enough i appreciate you coming on the show luann thank you so much when we come back from the break i'll make sure to give your phone number and the website again thank you again Thank you, Steve. Peace All right, soon. take care. Bye bye. All right, we'll be back after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. If you have money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. And what I'd like to do now is just go through a standard, basic, easy to understand uh, passive investment deal. And I did this a few days ago, but I'm sitting here, probably had three or four different emails, wanted me to go through it again. So I'll try to race through it in this final segment. And what it is, this was a deal, this was really the sec, the first deal I did after taking this course on um, how to own and manage apartments. I think it was like 35 grand. And I had goofed up, and I told this story the other day, I sold a property for $349,000 less than it was worth, a little 10 unit. I made money on the deal. I made 140 grand on the deal. But 
I literally sold it for $349,000 less than it was worth because I didn't know what I was doing. So let's do a deal where I did know what I was doing and show you the difference in the profit um, because I had taken that $35,000 course. Um, I'm rounding all these numbers off. You know, it was really 216 units, but I'm rounding it down to 200 units. Purchase price was like 4.1 something. I'm rounding that down to 4 million. I just want to keep the numbers easy to understand for the radio. So our purchase price was 4 million for this 200 unit, which was just north of 610 near 290, near 290 and 610. And why so cheap? Why do we get it so cheaply? It's because, one, it needed almost a million dollars in rehab. It was a really poor condition property. Uh, it had 60 vacant units, and those 60 vacant units really couldn't have been leased unless you drop the rent dramatically and put bad people in. So those 60 units needed rehab. The rents were literally 150 to 200 a month below market. And it was just full of thugs, drug dealers, prostitutes. It was just crazy. Um, really bad property. So the net operating income on this deal as it sat was only about 400 grand a year barely enough to pay the mortgage so I guess I better tell this part of it we went to the bank and said yeah we want to buy this property they went and looked at it and basically called us and said you know you can go to you know where <laughs> and we were like good lord we're never gonna get a loan on this property we went to three or four different banks. All of them turned us down. So I went back to the class that I took, and we produced a business plan that was in a three-ring binder that was literally three inches thick. So it was about 500 pages of business plan for how we were going to turn this property around. And what happened was we went back to the first bank, turned us down, went back to the first bank again, turned us down, and then we went back, I think it was the fourth time with this binder, and we got a new banker. Well, this new banker had experience with apartment complexes, and he went through, he literally took the time to go through that 500-page document went and looked at the property, came back to us and said, look, we'll do this deal, but we're going to need a high cap rate because this is a high-risk deal to them, to the bank it was high risk. To us, it was opportunity, massive opportunity. So he gave us an 8% capitalization rate. So when you take the NOI, and divide it by 0 .08. That gave us a value of five million. Well, when you add the purchase price, four million, the rehab, nine hundred thousand, and the closing costs, a hundred thousand, we were buying it for five million, 
The bank agreed it was worth $5 million. That's how you get a loan. So they said, yeah, we'll finance it. We want $1.5 million down. So the members of the investor group, Total Wealth Academy, pooled their resources. We'll just, for this example, to keep it simple, 15 families use their IRA, their 401k, or their cash, each put up $100,000. So that's where we came up with the $1.5 million. If you were a member of Total Wealth Academy, you could have gotten in on this deal. We then went and purchased it. The action steps that began literally the day of purchase, we began rehabbing the property. New asphalt, new exterior lighting, new gates, new fences, new exterior paint. Most of the roofs were replaced, and we began rehabbing those 60 units, the 60 vacant units. At the same time, we also began evicting the thugs, the drugs, and the prostitutes. Now be aware, it took about six months to get all of them out. Six months. It's not an easy thing to do, but if, you're, if you've done the deal right, there's no problem with it taking six months. So we get them all out. We lease up the 60 vacant units, rehab them and lease them out. But we lease the 60 units at the new higher rate. Most of them were $200 above what they were leasing for before. Then we started rehabbing units and taking good tenants that we wanted to keep and moving them into the rehab units at the higher rental rate. Now, if someone said, well, I don't want to pay the higher rent, we just let them move out. We didn't renew their leases. Now, make a note of this. Two years later, two years later, this doesn't happen overnight, we have a new net operating income, $600,000 a year. Now, why did that net operating income go up? Because we completely rehabbed the property, we raised the rents on everyone, and we put in a couple of laundromats, which produced quite a bit of income. You'd be surprised. But bottom line, we raised the NOI to $600,000 a year. So at the end of the second year, we go back to the bank and we say, look, we want to refinance this thing and pull our down payment out so we can go buy another apartment complex. So the banker says, no problem, give, give me a week. He goes out and looks at the property about a week, week and a half later, gives us a buzz. And he says, look, I'm impressed. Um, you completely rehab the property, 95% occupied, $600,000 a year NOI. We'll refinance it and we'll give you a lower cap rate. He gave us a 6% cap rate because it's now a low-risk deal to him. Well, when you take the $600,000 and divide it by 0 .06, the cap rate, the new value of that property at the end of two years was $10 million. We had doubled 
the value of the property. And we refinanced it and pulled out four million bucks. Well, we had only put one point five million in the deal and we pulled out four million. This allowed us to go probably buy three more apartment complexes. But let's look at it from the point of view if you had had a hundred thousand dollars in that deal. If you'd had a hundred thousand dollars in that deal, you have a check in your pocket for two hundred thousand dollars, and the hundred thousand dollars that you still have in the deal is now worth two hundred thousand dollars. You turned one hundred thousand dollars into four hundred thousand dollars in a little over two years, probably. To, we'll say two and a half years because it takes a long time to refinance 90 days 120 days whatever but that is an exceptional passive income deal but can you see how much better I did by taking that $35,000 course I went from losing $349,000 to making, you know, four million bucks profit on the deal. So obviously that was a good investment to take that course. By the way, if you've got any questions about this passive investment, um, feel free to email me. It's Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. All right. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Take care. to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.